Hello, I'm Jeannie Tabor, Publication Director for River City Lifestyle, and I have the pleasure of speaking with Jenna Good today, nationally certified Pilates instructor and owner of Core Collective Broad Pilates Studio on Broad Avenue. We're going to discuss the benefits of Pilates in general, the success of Core Collective Broad Studio, Jenna's ability to manage being a small business owner and mother of three, and what's in store for 2023. Before we begin, I want to highlight my own experience with Jenna. Spoiler alert, Jenna has been my Pilates instructor for 15 years, and I have probably never missed a whole week of Pilates, either with her or with one of her other instructors. My journey with Pilates began in my early 40s when I started experiencing lower back pain. My doctor suggested that I needed to strengthen my core. At first, I was a little offended. I didn't feel out of shape or that I had particularly weak abs, but then he explained that you have to strengthen the deep muscles that surround your spine in order to protect your lower back, muscles that you don't really even know you have. He said that there were specific exercises that targeted those areas and that traditional cardio exercise would not reach those smaller muscles. He said Pilates could be the ticket. So I began doing Pilates with Jenna and quickly became a regular client. I love her natural ability to flow through a session, making it harder than it looks. So you always feel like you got a good workout and had a pleasant experience. She also combines a perfect amount of challenges and modifications for her clients and she gets results. And her studio is gorgeous. So I want to begin by asking Jenna about her early interest in Pilates. Jenna, what was your first experience with Pilates? And can you also include a general description of the Pilates method for those listening who would benefit from that? Well, thanks, Jeannie. I appreciate that introduction. It's been so fun to work with you over these years. And just watch your body change and move so well, and you've just been a delight and a friend. So I appreciate you inviting me to come on to chat. Um, my first experience with Pilates was in Charleston, South Carolina. Um, I had just finished college, and I took a job at the front desk of a Pilates studio that summer, um, buying myself some time. And um, really from the beginning, I saw how people were moving and everyone stood and walked so tall and just seemed to move, you know, with ease. And I just right out of the gate um, connected with that. And um, I'd been, you know, an athlete as a teen and um, had appreciated exercise, but never had I enjoyed it like I did when I connected with Pilates. Um, and back then, that was in 1999, I was the only person in the studio that was not a ballet dancer. So I felt a little bit out of place. I felt like I was kind of not in my lane, but um, it still felt relatable to my body and it tapped into what I, I really enjoyed. Good. What would you say are the core principles of Pilates? The core principles, um, everything is really centered on uh, balance, breath, the building blocks of Pilates, balance, breath, um, control, whole body health, whole body movement, um, and just even concentration. Um, it's very adaptable to many ages and stages. And, you know, that's sort of what drew me into Pilates. And I think that that's what draws a lot of people in and keeps them coming. What about the history of Pilates in general with the owner? All yeah. of that. So Joseph Pilates was a true visionary um, and inventor. He 
um, in the early 1930s began to um, put the roots in for the method that we know today and developing, inventing equipment, apparatus, and um, working with patients in war hospital that were, you know, there's a lot of folklore surrounding Joseph Pilates, but his patients were said to have rehabilitated um, more quickly than the others. And he even, when he um, moved to New York, he even sold his Wanda chair at um, the Macy's on Fifth Avenue. So he, he touted this chair as being both functional as furniture and as an exercise um, equipment. So he, he was just a real visionary and a true genius um, with forward thinking. And we still really honor his um, method in our studio today. So those answers are very esoteric and those are benefits and values that people can experience from Pilates. But if you're walking into a Pilates studio or starting a session, what are some of the apparatus, equipment that you would be using? Describe it for someone who doesn't really know what the actual exercises are like. The apparatus use springs for for resistance um, instead of weights like you would see in a traditional weight machine in a, in a gym. Um, and then the concept behind that is that you would control the movement as the spring opens to its full resistance and as the spring closes. So you're not relying on momentum. You're, you're using your muscles to their fullest potential, both in the concentric and the eccentric phases of muscle contraction. You're also using your body weight. So your body weight is, is impacting the challenge on um, any particular exercise. There's the reformer, which everyone loves. Um, it looks like a framed bed with a moving carriage on wheels and there's springs attached and pulleys. And uh, some people think it looks very industrial or maybe even a medieval torture device, but um, it's all very functional. And that's sort of the basis of Pilates is functional movement and certainly the framework we use at Core Collective Broad. Well, I love all of the different variety, and when people are new to Pilates and ask me what it's like, I often say, yes, there is a reformer or a springboard or a Cadillac or a BOSU. They're all kind of different things, but really the basic movements seem like things that we've all experienced before. There are squats and there are lunges and there are, you know, using weights for your arms, and so it seems very accessible to people. If someone is new to Pilates and new to your studio, how do you suggest they get started? Well, we do cater to all ages and stages. Um, often we people seek us out due to an injury. Maybe they're bridging from physical therapy, um, or a surgery, and then they're ready to get into more conventional exercise. And we're a nice bridge from physical therapy uh, because it's so adaptable. There are a lot of movements. Push-ups are in Pilates, and it's it's how you execute. Are you executing with the whole body in mind? Or are you just wrapping out in your shoulders and your arms? Um, could you maybe bring more intention to the breath to make more, to to get more quality out of the movement and to get that mind-body piece? Um, because certainly Pilates you know, deals with uh, stress management, improves stress management, I should say. 
And then reducing injury. We have athletes come to us that want to stay in their sport longer, and um, we really work with that to, to support the body in a balanced way so muscles aren't overpowering for other muscles and every muscle gets to do its job and shine. And is there a certain way to start doing Pilates with Core Collective Broad? Is there a certain uh, session that you would recommend for new clients? Yeah, so we we always direct people to the introductory sessions as they're getting started at CCB. That gives us a chance to understand their alignment issues and any movement patterns we could improve. Great. And I certainly have experienced a wide variety of clients at CCB, and I love that. There are young people, there are old people, there are men, there are women, there are athletes, there are dancers, etc. Is Pilates for everyone? I would argue it is. Um, it's been said, if you can breathe, you can do Pilates. And, you know, I, I'm under the impression that Pilates makes you better at your sport, better at daily activities. Um, and it's so adaptable. Um, we have people in their teens coming to us. We have people in their 80s coming to us. And we really can modify it um, and challenge it up to support any movement practice. Going to your studio is such a pleasant experience, and it's sleek and modern, and it feels like you're almost transported to New York or L.A., What were your goals and aspirations in designing Core Collective? Did you have a studio or studios on which you based your design? I did not have a a studio that I based my design on. I I did like the element of giving um, credit to the inventor and in that industrial feel. And Broad Avenue feels like kind of a gritty industrial arts district still. And so I wanted to come in and give back to that aspect and that vibe of the street. Um, And then my husband created the wood concept that we have on the walls in CCB. And we even have attached springs to the walls, which is his invention and design, which was a pretty cool thing for him to adapt from the springboard and the tower end of the Cadillac, just to continuate the creativity of this method. there's been so so much adaptation both with the method and in different in different ways that it translates, but also in the creativity of the teachers and the people that practice Pilates have come up with new designs and new concepts with that. You mentioned the Broad Avenue Arts District, and it is home to many art galleries, shops, and restaurants. And it feels like there's a lot of growth there. That big apartment complex that's being built right across the street from your studio looks really exciting. Talk about the decision to put Core Collective on Broad Avenue. That decision was a big nudge for my husband, Eric. Um, He really has a heart for revitalizing neighborhoods and um, seeing growth and um, vibrancy in those neighborhoods, and he loves to watch that. Um, and he really felt like we had a place there, and that that I could could balance it all and not lose my mind. And I think the jury's still out on that. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he's really behind that decision. And but I am so glad that I did. I feel like I've connected with a wider audience. Um, I've connected with teachers that you know I wouldn't have, and. It feels like a truly collaborative effort um, in our in our within our team, our teaching team, as well as with our clients. Yeah, I want to touch on that. The collaboration of your teachers on any given day 
At CCB, there are several options for classes, duets, private lessons. I personally love the ease of signing up on the MindBody app where you can select the time that works best for you and the instructor. Obviously, Jenna, you cannot lead all of those sessions. What is special about your team and describe your teacher training program? Well, with regards to the collaboration piece, I'd certainly encourage that within our team. Um, Collaboration over competition. Um, Our teachers are really taught from the start that you never arrive. You're always on the learning path. You're always learning from each other. And you have to continuously feed that that learning. Um, Your teaching is always evolving. And so we really respect one another and um, support one another. And then our training is is largely based on balancing the therapeutics of Pilates, the benefits to injury and movement dysfunction with the athleticism. Um, We're not trying to be a PT, a physical therapy studio. We're we're after the exercise component. Um, We love to bridge the PT, as I mentioned earlier, but um, that's... That's a a large part of our program is um, modifications as well as challenges to progress. Speaking from experience, I think your teachers do a really good job at that. Unlike some other studios where you have to decide, am I a level one beginner Pilates person or a medium level person or an experienced? We at Core Collective on Broad can really go to nearly every class. You might guide some people to a class or, or a different one, but... Within each class, each of the instructors does such a nice job of tailoring the session to meet the needs of everyone in the room, provide challenges and modifications like you've suggested, but but really they're teaching on the fly. They're doing such a nice job of being able to give instructions verbally that people can really follow and modify that. That's, that's pretty incredible. You've done a really nice job of getting um, a special group together. Thank you. Well, we certainly do want to be a welcoming space, an inclusive space. And, you know, there's ways to, to adapt the, the session to, to include everyone, keep them safe, keep them encouraged. They want to leave feeling like they accomplished something. And we do direct, um, you know, our pregnant clients, our um, new injury, people coming off a new injury or any special consideration um, to our private sessions, but we don't say there's not a session here for you. We want we want to include everyone, um, but our our group classes are more athletic um, with with levels in mind. Do you feel like Pilates helps with mental stress, um, mental health, stress management, that kind of thing? I definitely I definitely think so. Um, that intention to the breath piece and the concentration. Um, a lot of people have said it's like a moving meditation. Um, you're truly thinking about your form. Um, and it's not that you're, nothing has to be perfect. Um, we, we go for optimal alignment so that the body can move at its fullest potential, but it's not about that's right or that's wrong. It's could we adjust this and get a better movement pattern in place so that that translates into daily life. So I'm going to switch gears just a little bit. You are a business owner. We've been talking about that, as well as a wife and a mother of three. How have you been able to achieve balance with all that you're juggling? Oh, boy. (laughs) That might be a question for my kids and husband. Am I I balancing it? I do strive to find some boundaries, and it's taken some time because as a business owner, and my husband's a business, business owner as well, 
it's hard. You can't ever really totally turn everything off. It's, it's always back to you. But um, just taking the time to realize with my kids, I can't get those years back. And so I, I just really try to keep intention and staying connected to them, spending family time, and always that's it's a struggle to balance, but keeping the intention because, you know, the, the things that matter and my kids and my family are a huge importance. And this obviously is a passion or I, I wouldn't be doing it so many years later, but I, I definitely have have some perspective on that and I've had to outsource um, a lot. I, you just can't wear all the hats and it, you can wear all the hats, but you'll run yourself into the ground. And I, I'm in, in this for the long game, so I've had to step back and, and outsource some things that maybe I'm not very good at anyway. And so it's been helpful to find the right, the right people on the team to do what they do really well and let me stay in the creative component and expansion and growth component and that's worked really well I do love teaching though I'll, I'll always be a teacher so I, I like to keep that muscle muscle going well that's very obvious from someone who takes potties from you and it's very apparent that you love it so much and I liked a lot about what you said about not necessarily feeling like you have to have all the hats for those who are listening who are mothers or small business owners do you have any tips or suggestions about the the different ways of being able to outsource some items? Yeah. So I think, you know, it's, you, first of all, you have to just let the perfectionism piece go. You'll look around and you'll see moms, wives doing all the things. And I, I just, I let that go a long time ago. I, I do my best. And if I feel good about it, then it's, and you know, that's, that's, I've given my best. Um, You want to identify your strengths and, and really grow those and then have a team member or team members that can come in and have different strengths and really um, complement your strengths. So you're not, it's, you know, there's, you're working collaboratively. And I think that's the biggest advice, but don't try to wear all the hats. You can't, you got to let go of that control. Well, you must have prioritized correctly because I know your husband and I know your three children and they are all thriving and doing so well. And Jenna, you always seem so calm. And I know you're probably not always calm on the inside, but you do such a nice job of making everybody else feel like the focus and not you, which I think is special. Thank you, Jamie. You may have already answered this, but is there anything or things that you would attribute the overall success of Core Collective Broad Studio to? I think having a passion for what I'm doing and feeling like it, it impacts people's lives. It's, if you move better, it doesn't matter what you do. You, you have to move to live. So if you move better with more ease and efficiency is our, our goal, then that's impacting people's lives. So I feel like being part of that has, and having that passion is really the core of, pun intended, <laughs> of uh, what has kept the success and the growth. Um, and then believing in people. So I bring people on that I feel like are there for the right reasons and they, you know, want to grow that wellness in people and empower them. You're not broken. You may have injured your shoulder, but you can move past that shoulder injury and um, 
yeah, I think that that's a lot of it. Well, I like that wellness community. I think you really have established that there speaking, you know, as a client, whenever I walk through the door of Core Collective Broad, I'm greeted by happy people. There are other clients with whom I've developed a relationship now. It just has such a good feel. Um, What does 2023 have in store for you and for your studio? What are you excited about? Well, thanks, Jeannie. Um, I do feel like that community piece is so important, and we want people to feel that connection. And you can't get that connection, you know, online or (laughs) um, sitting in front of, you know, your computer doing a a workout. Those are are valuable, but we want to be a a brick and mortar for people to come in and feel that connection. And so in that vein, we are always looking at um, growth opportunities, including our team and growth opportunities to whether it's hosting workshops, um, our teacher training um, will resume in 23. Um, we have a group that's finishing their apprentice hours Um And so it may be another location. It could be expanding at our current location. Um, We've got a few things up our sleeve we're working on. Um, And we just, we love the opportunity to continue to reach people and hear from, you know, our 80-year-old client that we're the reason, or Pilates is the reason, not us. We are the, the vehicle for the Pilates that keeps her standing is how she put it. It's the only reason I'm standing is because of this and her twice a week sessions or another group of gals saying this is the only method of exercise I've ever stuck with ever in my entire life. So that, that, and just injury stories, people that have come back from injuries, they, they felt like they would always be limited by and that they're seeing that freedom and movement. More of that is our plan in 23. Oh, good. Well, I want more of that. And I can't get enough of you, Jenna, and of Core Collective Broad and of Pilates. It's just a special place and you're a special person. And I really appreciate the time we've had uh, today. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, Jeannie. And we're here because of you and clients like you. And you've just been such a great support and, and encouragement and cheerleader and all of those things, a listener. And I just appreciate you and our truly our clients are the heartbeat of our community and we just we love what we do and we feel so grateful to get to do it 